Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And right now you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life. That was weird. A pod- that was really weird. A podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And Moxie, today is the day. What day is it? The day. What day is today? That's a trick question. Are we talking about today as in right now when we're recording this, or today as in right now when this is dropped? You know, what even is today? What is a day? It's a social construct. It's pretty. It is. A day is pretty racist if you think about it. And you know what? I will not stand for it. But will you throw away your shot? I will not throw away my shot. So does that mean you're getting vaccinated? You know what? Let's not go there. Let's not go there today. <laughs> Let's not get political. Let's not, because I've... Ooh, <laughs> I've had a week... When it comes to political stuff, and uh, and this podcast is not ready uh, for a political Ruben J. No, please no. Also, I just realized that we started this podcast the wrong way for the new season. How? I jumped right into the intro instead of doing the random. Do you want to start over? Rumbling. No, not really. We'll just we'll just start over again in a minute and pretend like nothing happened. Okay, Cause I sounds can, good. Because I can just edit out the part where I said, did the intro. I like how we're discussing the procedure during the episode. You know, it's just like a doctor when he's cutting off your toe. We'll talk about how he's cutting off your toe. Yeah. Speaking of toes. Exactly. You're down to what, seven toes now? What? What? Hey, so... What? You know, it's weird, Mox. Uh, we are both currently uh, traveling and house-sitting and not in our normal locations. So, yeah. So I'm I'm curious how your, your week is going uh, over... <gasps> Should I give the address to where you're at? Do you have the actual address? I do. It's 123 Carroll Street. That's that is not the address. Montana, California. <laughs> Uh, well, it is in Fontana. I am staying in a very nice part of Fontana, which is kind of an oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> there are no nice. There are no nice parts in Fontana. Yeah, no. But I've been house sitting for one of my really, really good friends, Carol, for the last couple of days. I'm gonna be here all week, taking care of her cat Aria, or as Brad called her, Annihilate. Um, <laughs> the cat hates me. The cat really hates me. And it has made me very sad because I came here hoping... The the cat is in good company. I don't like you. (laughs) And the cat has more reasons to like me than you do. I don't feed you twice a day. No, but you do feed me about three times a month. Not equivalent at all. Well, with the amount of food that I eat, it's about the same. No, I I don't think so. I don't think that's the same. (laughs) Anyway, it's been a decent week so far. Uh, 
given the fact that I am literally just sitting alone in a house for 24-7 with no human interaction. So my question is, and this is, this is probably ignorance of me because uh, they don't usually hire Mexicans to ha- house sit. Um, but why why are you actually staying there? Like normally, when people house sit, they go, they check in, they might spend a night or two there, but they don't usually spend the whole week there. Uh, because there's a cat that I need to feed twice a day, and it is a half hour to an hour away from either of my other two residences. How many residences do you have? Well, I said either. So what does that? Uh, entail listen you both know i'm you know i'm not good exactly you know you know i'm not good at math (laughs) yeah it it just made more sense for me to stay here especially because right now uh i have i have a tricky housing situation i'm kind of in between places because i'm going to be moving into an apartment with brad soon but I also have an apartment I in Azusa. I am also moving into an apartment with Brad soon. That's you so are weird. not doing that. No, you're not. And I can't we're sh- move in we're sharing, until... We're sharing one bed, by the way. No, no, no. I can't move in until after we get married, but I also can't move everything home this month. So I'm kind of back and forth, and I have three other roommates, all of whom are doing online school and or working from home. So it's quite a lot for our two-bedroom apartment. There are physically not enough places for people to be in classes all the time. So I figured I would just come here because I now work from home too. And uh, yeah, I figured I'd just come here, hang out, be buddies with a cat. That part hasn't worked out so well. She hissed at me the last time I tried to pet her. You you know, I know a couple of things and or people that hiss at you when you try to pet them. It was really sad. I'm really sad. And now I haven't seen her. I know she's alive. She's eating. The food is disappearing. But I don't I, I don't know where she is. I went looking for her today. She's got some good hiding spots. Well, she's a cat. So yeah. uh, isolation, the cat, is doing really, really well. Uh, yeah. You know. How's your week going? Well, I'm back in Fresno. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, I actually, Did you find any more tacos? I actually, I found one good taco in Fresno. So... Oh my gosh! I am correcting the record. There's one good taco in Fresno, uh, wow. and it's from a place called Smart and Final. Nope, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a place called Let These Mexican Play- uh, Let These Mexican Cafe. It's out here by the airport, and uh, and it was quite tasty. The taco was quite tasty. Uh, I don't really recall what kind of taco it was because I don't remember what I ordered. But I do remember there was some really good salsa on the taco, which made it worth everything. And the cheese, the melted cheese on the taco was amazing. Now, now I have a question. Sure. Was this like a, was this a, a street taco or a larger taco? Uh, well, when I asked the guy on the phone if it was a street taco or a traditional taco, he said, whatever you want, buddy. Um, and didn't really answer my question. <laughs> So I will have to circle back to you on that one. Oh my gosh. Wait, was the taco, like, was the tortilla, was it a circle? You said you'd have to circle back. So I I figured I'd check on the shape. I'm new to this, man. 
anyway, uh, for those of you who are wondering what I do in my spare time, I like to launch podcasts. And this coming Tuesday, which is tomorrow, I am launching a new podcast that is not for the faint of heart. Um, so if you are a political junkie like I am, make sure to tune in to Let's Get Banned Together over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or go, go over to bandpodcast.com bandpodcast.com uh, for more information. Uh, if you are not somebody who uh, likes to talk politics or um, isn't very open to, to discussions, then maybe don't check it out. I'm so excited to hear that you're starting a band. And I know it's about podcasts. I don't really totally understand the dynamics of the whole thing. Like, band podcast a podcast about it's a band that writes songs about podcasts is that what i'm getting it's actually it's a podcast i mean it's a it's a band that writes songs about joe rogan okay so it's a band what where does the podcast part come in joe rogan hosts the world's biggest podcast oh do you think eventually you'll branch out and start writing songs about other podcast hosts No. Well, that's just a crying shame. You know what else is a crying shame? What? The fact that we've got nine minutes and we haven't done something good. Go, 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 Moxie. Ah! Okay, so this week, Something Good touches in on an issue that we've all been following over the last couple of weeks, and that is the crazy weather in Texas. Um... I found this story a couple of weeks ago, and it was just so good I had to hang on to it. This story is from KVUE Daybreak, and the title is, it's uh, from ABC News, and it says, Good Samaritan Helping Hundreds of Drivers Stranded in Austin Winter Storm. So, as with any disaster, we always see Texans helping Texans. That's a big thing that's happening over in Texas right now. We've seen some really incredible Good Samaritan stories coming out of there. This one has been one of my favorites. Um, so in Austin, this guy, his name is Ryan Sively, and he helped rescue stranded drivers on the icy roads. He rescued 47 cars on February 16th, and on February 15th, he rescued 98 cars. Holy moly. How and many cars is that total? Uh, I gotta do some math. Hold on. 47 plus 98 is 145 cars. And that was just at the time of this article. And how many tacos is that? I, that's a lot of 145 tacos. But this guy, he actually gave out his personal number to let drivers reach him. And he said he does a lot of off-roading with different groups in Austin. So he had recovery straps and chains and he had two trucks that are four-wheel drive and uh, he has a cruiser that's four-wheel drive, and he's just for three days, or I'm sure longer, because this article's a little bit old, he's just been pulling people off the road. And usually everybody gives him, you know, like five or ten bucks for gas, but it's it's been really hard for for him he on march 1st of 2020 he was actually in a really really bad car accident and he uh his pelvic bone was shattered and he almost died and he can't lift more than 20 pounds on his left arm and he can't walk for more than two hours a day so he said so i can drive a truck it's pretty simple and uh <laughs> that's just what he has been wanting to do to give back and and 
everybody, you know, ABC News asked why he was helping. And he said, well, put yourself in their shoes. If you were sitting on the side of the road with your wife and your kids and you're freezing in the car and it's not running and you don't have anywhere to go, what do you do? And he said he's seen a lot of wreckers turn people away because they won't pull them out due to liability. And people are just totally stuck. So, I mean, thank God for people like this who are just going out of their own volition and helping, not asking for anything in return. This is kind of my favorite success story that we've seen out of, not success story, Good Samaritan story that we've seen out of the Texas uh, issues and, you know, Thoughts and prayers are with you guys, but this guy, Ryan, is incredible. Yeah, you know, all I can say about the story is God bless Texas. Amen. <laughs> I mean, and God bless Texas for other reasons, too. I, I'm really looking at Texas right now and being like, you Bamps. Bamps? Not appropriate for the show. That doesn't... Not... A... That would be N A F T. Oh my! God. Are you trying to just? <laughs> I've been watching Friends this entire time I've been alone. I made it through like three seasons in the last two days. That's it. Chandler is getting into my head. Really? Because that was more like Rachel right now. What you just did. Well, it's all of them. Yeah, you know, it's true. No, a bamp is a badass M effort. Oh, I have no sarcastic retort for that. Why do I have no sarcastic retort for that? <laughs> Thank God. But yeah, I'm, I am looking at Texas. I am liking the way Texas is looking back at me. Maybe next time I do a podcast, I'll be in Dallas. Who knows? Maybe. Come visit me. I'll be there next week. You know, I keep, I, I keep trying to get an actual invite to go out to Texas, but both your mom. Well, there you have it. Both, both your mom, you, and Brad have all not officially invited me to come out. So, well, you should come out. Will I have a place to Does stay? Does that work for you? Uh, maybe. Will I have food? I'll have to get back to you on that one. Will there be power? Yes. Manpower. So your dad will be there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Awesome. Let's jump in to this week's episode. The following is a podcast about life. Apparently. I can't not listen to music. Friendship and tacos. Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. This is You're My Best Friend. Now here are your hosts, Moxie-Ann and Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name, for the first time today, is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week's episode, man, is going to be a good one, Moxie. Tell everybody, even though even though we hate Amazon because they are apparently Nazi lovers, uh, we'll talk about that in just a second, but uh, we hate Amazon personally, but they pay us money, so Moxie, tell everybody about our Amazon link, poor favor. Do we have to talk about how they're Nazi lovers? What? Did you not hear about what they what, what happened today? I don't want to know. I don't even want to know. This Am- isn't what this podcast Amazon, is about. Oh, real quick, Amazon changed their their logo from from one style of tape that's on the top of their logo to a square because somebody said that the original logo looked like Hitler. 
Like it looked like Hitler's with the mustache and everything? Yeah, hold on, let me look it up. Amazon logo change. I'll, I'll pop it up on the screen here because I actually, I want to get your take on this because I think it would be, I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. Me personally, I think it's hilarious. Uh, here we go. Bam. I'm really confused. All right, it is up on the screen. Can you see that? <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, so there's... Are you serious? Yeah, so they're saying this one right here on the left looks like Hitler, and this one over here on the right looks less like Hitler because it's a square. So we're going to be offended because they're sealing their boxes correctly? Here, here's my take. The one that looks like Hitler is the one right in the middle. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Because <laughs> it is Hitler. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, tell everybody to shop at our Amazon link or just send okay, us money. Okay, so... If you still shop on Amazon, which is a feat in this day and age, uh, if you still shop on Amazon, make sure to go down to the link in our description below. It's going to be like one of the first things up at the top. And uh, you just click that link. And what it's going to do is take you to Amazon. And you're like, okay, well, cool, Amazon. That link, by clicking that link, it actually gives you 10% of... Uh, no. Of... It gives no, sorry. Whoo ha! I've been alone for too long. It gives us ten percent of your purchase at no additional cost to you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Gives, I'm gonna stop now. Uh, I think I'm gonna start doing the Amazon plug because every single time you've done it this last season, you've completely just. I don't, I don't even. You gotta admit it's entertaining. It is. You know what it's like. It's like. Moxian is like Moxian reading commercial copy is like most people playing jazz, um, just does whatever she wants. Uh, there's there's no real structure or form to it. She just does whatever she wants. So uh, pretty much, Moxie, you are a, a jazz artist of a of a commercial copy reader. Uh, head it's over like to the uh, one area of my life that I have control over. Apparently, apparently, apparently. Uh, what are you drinking? Hey, go and click the Amazon link in the description below. Help us help you. You have some shopping that needs to get done. We have bills that need to get paid. Your shopping pays our bills. Do that. We get a small percentage, and it does not add anything extra to your purchase. There we go. Bam. Cost. <laughs> purchase. I don't know. It's not like when you round up your, your change or anything. Like, we literally get 10%. I don't know how Amazon is profiting off of this, but it, they are. So, yeah. All right, well. <laughs> Stunning recommendation right there. I need to go to sleep. You've been sleeping all week. I haven't, though. Every time I call you, you're sleeping. I've been looking for the cat. Hey, how was your date night? She? It, well, it would have been good if it wasn't raining today because we got, uh, we had 20 minutes left on the movie. We watched this great movie called Killer Sofa. It was awful. And, was uh, Nicolas Cage in it? No, but he should have been. Uh, it's about a sofa that is possessed and kills people. So exactly what you'd think it is from the title. But we got all but 20 minutes at the end. And then we got a call from my dad saying that all the boats had to be covered. And so we had to go out and do that instead of finishing the movie. Because Moxie has so many yachts. 
So many. It kind of sucks. Well, I'm glad that you were able to put my Christmas gift to use. Uh, we actually didn't get to use it. What? So we're going to have to use it again. I'm sorry. We pulled it out to use it, and we were going to pop the popcorn towards the end you know, of the movie, and then the my dad button. called. On that, yeah, and uh, she's still talking. By the way, I I kicked her out of the podcast, and she's still talking. I don't think she's realized that she's been kicked out of the podcast yet, Uh, because I can see her. I can still see her when when I kick her out. I see her in the little green room. I don't appreciate you kicking me out all the time. I don't like you having that kind of power. Just did it again because why not? Yeah, well, I'm still talking on this end because I'm recording my own audio. So, oh yes, the audio. Ha. So, so the, the people who download the audio version of this week's podcast will be able to hear whatever she said, all the curse words, because uh, I'm not editing any of it out. What? I saw you drop some f bombs. I said no f bombs. Uh huh. Anyway, um, I'm really excited for this week's episode. Me too. This was such a good episode. I think uh, before before I went out on my excursion for work. Uh, we did a, a marathon recording season, session. Not a, not a massive marathon recording session, but a, a, a marathon session for sure. And we interviewed some great guests. So I am looking forward to, to what the people think about our guests over the next couple of weeks. Um, we should just jump into it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, if you are looking at yourself right now in the mirror while listening to this uh, and wondering... How do I lose weight? How do I get healthy? How do I get my life back on track? Part of this podcast is for you. The other part of the podcast is just in case you wanted to hear stories about me when I was 14. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to have this person on the, on the show. Uh, stick around for a conversation with my good friend, Miss Faith Seymour. Here we go. Where are we going? All right, we're back, Moxie, with another great interview. Oh, I hope it's gonna be a great interview, at least. <laughs> There's no telling. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring her in because uh, I, I, she needs no introduction to me because I've known her for so long. Uh, but she's a health coach. She's a, a, a mathematician. Would that be accurate? No, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's very smart. Please welcome to the show, Miss Faith Seymour. Faith, welcome. In my whole life. I have never been introduced as someone who's very smart, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. I introduce you, introduce people as what they are. So okay, uh, and, and you're one of the smartest people I know because you actually wow. like tried teaching me how to do math. That is true. And uh, that was a very long time ago <laughs> in a Reuben far, far away. <laughs> but in reality, not much has changed because I still don't know how to do math. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I wasn't such a good teacher after all. <laughs> I wasn't a good student. I literally could could have cared less about math. Like yeah. I up until the last day of high school when I realized that I almost failed high school because I didn't know enough math. That's when I realized I probably should pay a little bit more attention in, in math that class. That is true. Um, and those are my favorite students to work with. Not the ones that are at the last minute. That's very difficult and challenging. But the ones that um Really, finally, the light bulb goes on. Oh, crud, I need to know this. And yeah. yeah. And they kind of snap, too. And I like to 
take them and show them, look, this is the part of math that you do need in your life. You yeah. do need to know how to balance a checkbook. You do need to know. What is balancing pay- a checkbook? Okay. So your generation doesn't really balance checkbooks, but it's when you're going in and checking your account and you know, oh, I also bought this, this, and this. Now, some banks are pretty good because they have like that pending or processing. I know my bank has like a little section that's processing. So the amount that it shows at the top that doesn't say, or it says a certain amount and you're like, oh, wow, I still have that $400 in there or whatever. (laughs) Um, But then there's these other $300 worth of processing things that Mm. are happening. So your bank account does it for you now Ah. for the most part. Um, But there's a lot of people in my generation who still sit down and balance a checkbook at the end of the month. Mm. My mom used to balance a checkbook daily. Yeah, a lot of people reconcile. Yeah, because you can get yourself messed up. Back in the olden days when things didn't clear for three or four days, you forgot you wrote that check. You forgot you you used that ATM. It could get real sticky. Now I know what balancing a checkbook is. I'm still teaching you. I've been hearing it for years. Balance your checkbook. I'll I'll write you a check later for that one. Okay. (laughs) My My mom showed me how to do it a couple of times before I moved out, and I still don't. Do you, you even have a checkbook? I do. Because you but recently told me that you don't even have a debit card. I don't. No. I what? do not. I know. What do you, what do you, how do you? I. She got that black card. I haven't, no, um, I have an online bank, but they never sent me a debit do card. Do you just have it through Apple Pay or what do you, how do you? I don't know. How did you buy your food tonight? <laughs> well, I have a credit card, but I don't oh. have a debit card. Is your credit card linked to your bank account? It is. I okay. Think. So it's probably yeah. an ATM also. Does it have a PIN code? No. Okay. No. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Anyway. Yeah. See, and my credit cards are maxed out. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't use those things anyway. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> so let's let's talk about you because, uh, you know, I've, I've known you for so long and there's so that many places that we true. can start. Um, I was thinking we were going to talk about you and that little ninth grade boy who came in. It's our first or second Sunday at church. And Matt and I are perfectly kind of taking over the leadership for the (laughs) high school ministry for a season. We were between pastors. We knew we weren't the primary leaders, but we would kind of step in in the interim for a few months. We ultimately downgraded to Jay Vallejo. No, that was not a downgrade. That was for sure an upgrade. But anyway, um, this kid is in ninth grade, maybe eighth wow. going into ninth. He was a young man. He was still taller than me back then. I'm five seven. Like I'm not a shorty. No. Um. Anyway, he's like, so I have this idea, and he has this like three fold out idea of a newsletter that he is going to create for the high school for all the events we're not having and I'm thinking oh my gosh this is brilliant if we had an actual high school group that had things planned and like had a a forecast for the next five to six months although Jay would probably love it these days of course they use um some apps and other things for that now and instant Instagram what's it called Instagram Instagram (laughs) For that, I'm showing my age right now. <laughs> so, so here's kind of the funny thing, because you know I did this similar thing with the podcast to her, uh, where I just sh- I like here here's a concept here we're gonna do this, this is what we're gonna do. I um, love it. But the one thing that y'all both have in common is that y'all had to edit my work. <laughs> oh my gosh, 
That is accurate. And, I'm not, yeah. and honestly, I'm not sure if I, I think I'm getting worse as I go. Oh, no. <laughs> Grammarly. Use Grammarly. <laughs> I, I do. A little plug for you her. Do? Oh. Yeah. And I, it yeah. still doesn't I think I think I'm so bad that Grammarly doesn't know what to do with it. Grammarly is just like, it's a rainbow. Look at how pretty it is. <laughs> I give you all the colors. <laughs> Grammar, Grammarly's literally like, bro, you just need to stop. Don't stop. even try. <laughs> I think here I am. I have over 3,000 articles published online. Oh, my gosh. You know, awesome. and probably all of them are filled with <laughs> basic grammar mistakes. <laughs> Richmond would probably hate reading any of my work. That's probably <laughs> true. So, Ruben, as a ninth grader. Yes. How? how? Still visionary. <laughs> still looking for the next big thing. He was going to be, um, by the time he was, what, 25, he was going to be a millionaire <laughs> and he was going to be driving all the cars and have the biggest house. Did I actually say that though? That was in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I filled in the blanks. You're welcome. Because, so. I, because I think, I think at that point I'm, I probably wasn't as uh, focused as I got later on in life. Even That's though, true. Even though I'm probably still not very focused. You had all the, um, the visions though. You definitely had all the things you were wanting to do. Um, big, wonderful things, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, now I'm. I I feel like I'm still have a lot of vision, but still you very do. little focus. <laughs> no, you went through. You went to college. You went and you did college that everyone kind of went. Yeah, I can see that happening. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, like the radio and broadcasting yeah. and all of that. And of course, we all loved your voice and. I mean, you had a lot of things to say, and you know, I'm retired. I'm retired now, so Richmond definitely reined you in on some of that, though, and helped you. Like, okay, we got to get you planted. What's you know, what's yeah. your, what are your goals? What are your focus? And she's, um, one visionary meets another. They can kind of ground each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Me, I'm just over here going, do it, do it. It'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you imagine ninth grade me? I'm a little scared it's, to imagine that. It, what was what was your first impression of him when you oh met him? Oh, jeez. Well, Matt just walked in, and he knows <laughs> after church that day, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this kid? I don't want to crush his dream, but we are we are not the right leaders for him right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because he had, like, legitimate ideas of how it could go. And in the back Aww. of my mind, I'm thinking, he could probably lead it better than me right now. But... <laughs> Truly, that is true. That's the Reuben I knew. That's the Reuben that I invited over and said, you, you stay here, buddy. <laughs> and little did we know that he would go through some really hard things in the next few, over the course of the next few. Well, he had already been through some yeah. hard things, but he would need, um, you know, some people with roots. <laughs> and we're still planted in that same place. Yeah. And, you know, 24-7, you can come over. Yeah, yeah I mean, what, what the great thing about, what it, I was in a really vulnerable position when I was 14, you know, and it's like, it's really weird. Not many 14 year olds will say that they're in a vulnerable position at 14. You know, not, not a lot of them go through a lot, thankfully. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually, I had just lost my brother probably, I think yep. six or seven months earlier. <laughs> um, and, and through the process of that, I lost the church that I'd been to for four or five years. And I was, I started attending Calvary La Habra, just kind of like, ironically, my mom who, was like very much like, no, you're Catholic. Like you, you were born Catholic and died Catholic. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works, but okay. Um, but she, you know, she was like, well, why don't you go to that Calvary Chapel church right around the corner? 
ironic. Like it was the most ironic thing. I don't thing. think I knew that. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, she's I the didn't. one. You know, at first she was kind of like, well, you can always go to our church. You know that they hadn't been to in five years. <laughs> you know, um, a true Catholic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then when she realized that you know, what I was craving was like the authentic Jesus Christ relationship. Mm-hmm. She was like, why didn't you just go to that church right around the corner? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's a church right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an event center. You know? <laughs> Ironically with events every Sunday. <laughs> yes. yes. And you know, I went there for like three or four months before I actually walked into the high school group mm-hmm. because I didn't know that there was a high school group there. But I also remember like right out the gate that you like, I got there and I sat, I was sitting by myself, you know, and like you just, from like across the room, you saw me and just like beeline straight to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, from the first minute we met, like you, maybe it was your motherly instincts. I don't know. But like immediately we're like, this kid needs to know that he's welcomed here. Mm-hmm. You know, because. Which goes back to the how I don't want to crush him. <laughs> 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 what am I going to do? How am I going to help fan the vision? Aww. But at the same time, be like, no, bro, you're not there. <laughs> I know. Oh, I mean, and I know like even now that now that it's been. 15 years and I've you know I'm no longer you know a stupid 14 year old I'm just a stupid 28 year old Um, you know I've learned can confirm (laughs) I'm starting to learn and she can and Mox can probably attest to this I'm starting to learn what I am good at what I'm not good at Mm -hmm. and that I can still be a visionary and still lead what I want to lead while letting people who are better at grammar Mm -hmm. do the writing better with grammar Shut up. <laughs> How about we go on the signature question numero uno? Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So signature question number one. Uh, we have these three signature questions that the podcast is based around. And so we ask every guest who comes on one of these, uh, all of these questions, not one. You don't get to pick. <laughs> Decline to state. <laughs> okay. Just don't, so, just don't circle back with us. I might. <laughs> so signature question number one is probably the easiest. And it is, what is your favorite taco? Okay. So... There was a moment in time when I was going through a very difficult thing. Um, We won't talk too deep about the difficult thing, but my daughter was not doing well. And the Lord had put it on my heart to take her on a cruise for her 18th birthday. And so without any tears, I'm going to let you know, we ended up in Cabo San Lucas on a carnival cruise and it, she had just graduated high school. It was 4th of July weekend. And the Lord had shown me that we were basically defibrillating her. We were bringing this person back to life. She had lost a part of herself. And we got there. And I remember FaceTiming with my husband and going, okay, pray for us. Because we're getting ready to rent a scooter. I have no idea what we're doing. But we're going to go scooter around. We did almost get on the freeway on ramp backwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on a scooter that tops out at 25 me <laughs> but it was so much fun and we as we came back down the on-ramp um we landed in this random kind of big desert area and I saw this really cool um graffiti art which you might not know this about me but I really really love graffiti art well, oh, you're you're from the you know you're from the mean streets of Norwalk. That's so. true. That is true. That is true. The Norwalk bad dudes, NBD, right? Isn't that what that stands for? That's what my mommy told me. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! I'm just kidding. Um, and on the other side of it was a place called Gardenias, 
and gardenias had fresh shrimp tacos that were divine and they brought out eight different salsas for you to put on the tacos and you know the traditional cabbage and you know goodness yeah a true and homemade corn tortilla yeah. Oh, no, I was definitely in heaven. I would go back there right this minute. And can I'm we can can we post COVID plan a trip yes. because I need these tacos in my life? No, yeah. that is a taco. It's a garage. <laughs> they lift the garage yeah. door. Oh my gosh. That's, a, that's a that's a thing in Mexico. That yeah. almost everywhere garages. Uh, well, no, no like, like a <laughs> garage door opening for the restaurant. So mm-hmm. it's not an yeah. actual garage, but. It's, it like, looks it's like, like a it's like garage. basically like if you went to go eat at your mechanics. Exactly. Like the garage, like the garage opens, and the, but instead of doesn't it doesn't sound appetizing. I know it really <laughs> doesn't. But whatever it was, man, those the witty that doesn't know, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I don't even know where to go with this conversation anymore because you already got it's me a in the feels. Too emotional, typical yeah, but, uh, yeah. me. <laughs> no, hey, I love I love it because you're you're one of the few people in my life that I that will straight up look at me and be like, you're, you're not being authentic, authentic. Mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's hard for me to hide behind this microphone with somebody who knows, you know, who knows me so well. So, mm-hmm. um, but I do, now is a good time to also mention that Faith is Ruby Seymour's mother who was on the podcast about six months ago, seven months ago, eight months ago. Longer than that. Ago. Was it pre-COVID? Way longer than that. Okay. So yeah. So it's, so it's been a while, and we were talking about this earlier. Uh, Ruby makes Shakira boards. Charcuterie. Yeah, Shakira boards. No, her boards are gorgeous. I've seen pictures. <laughs> Literally, and she did eight night before last. Nice. Oh, it was last night. Today's only Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I yesterday, just want, I just wanted to bring that you know full circle, so people yeah. you know people are listening to this and like you know our hardcore fans. You know, listen to this and like, th- that last name sounds familiar. Why is that last name so familiar? There it is. Yeah. That's the reason why. Because that beautiful girl is my beautiful daughter. Aww. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that beautiful voice. <laughs> was <laughs> I was going to say, that, that was, that was pre, uh, pre-video podcast days. Okay. So, um, but you're a health coach. I am. And I'm, you know, as, as somebody who, you know, considers you family, I'm so proud of kind of the journey that you've been yeah, on. Yeah, you... Moxie wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, I... I could show you some pictures. Oh, yeah. Where I, I weighed 70 pounds more than oh I do right gosh. now. I went through my Instagram, and I found a picture of, of, of you from summer camp, from a oh. from cooking camp. How exciting. And <laughs> In I, the brown shirt? <laughs> well, I had a filter on it, so I don't remember what color it was, but okay. I'm pretty sure it was. And I remember just, I just looked at it and was like, oh my God, this is a completely different woman. Yeah. <laughs> a completely different woman. And and realistically. An insecure. It was the mental, emotional part that was really transformational for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think I was paying that much attention to. Because you're a kid. Because was a kid and I was a, a dude also, you know. Yeah. Um, but knowing where you're at now versus where you were there, mm. you know, it's really awesome to kind of see that journey. So tell us a little about what made you decide to jump onto this journey. Because it's been, what, three years? Three and a half years? Um. Next in April it'll be five. Oh wow! So that I'm, I've you did been the program. that that I've finished. Oh, you finished. Okay. Yeah, last September first was five years since day one. Um, well, honestly, I I had tried a lot of things, and I was, you know that that um, documentary, fat, sick, and nearly dead. <laughs> like, oh. like I really was fat, sick, and nearly dead, and and. My husband was getting ready to have some 
heart, he was having some heart issues and I knew I was the controller of our food, where we ate, what we ate, all these things. And, um, it was just a really unhealthy environment in our home. We had love. We had a lot of good things. I don't want to, you know, yeah. poo poo the whole thing because we really did have a great life. Yeah. We just were unhealthy and we didn't realize how unhealthy we were until we decided to say yes. And we watched a really close friend of my husband's family, um, Kirsten, go through this program. She lost 50 pounds in five months. She was looking wow. amazing. And before um, she started on the program, um, she and I were walking and and I was like, what the heck? What's going on with you? What are you doing? Oh, my friend Shannon from high school, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, that's good for you. I know what I need to do. I just need to, you know, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, exercise more, eat less, no carbs, low fat, blah, blah, blah. And I spent that summer from May to August working out four or five days a week. We, Matt and I meal prepped every Sunday and Wednesday. We made all the little Tupperware with the brown rice and with the veggies and with the chicken and the grilled whatevers. And at the end of four months, I had lost four pounds. Jeez. And oh. I knew I had so much more to lose. And I didn't see how this was going to be sustainable. Yeah. How am I going to ever lose 70 pounds with this kind of time commitment? Mm. And I was getting ready to go back to work because I was just yeah. off for summer. Very disheartening. And so that's when, um, actually, it was my husband's cousin who had be, had joined the program, had lost 85 pounds at the time, and her mom lost 165 pounds. I mean, wow. we're, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. And that's when I called Brit, and I'm like, okay, Brittany, <laughs> tell me what, you know, you always go through scarcity mind, like, okay, what do I have to give up? What do I, what horrible thing am I going to do to, and... <sighs> It was so simple, and literally day one, September 15th, by mid-April, I had lost 70 pounds, started to transition. He lost 45 from January to April, and... Do you, do you mind if I pull up a picture on the video? Please, help okay. yourself. I don't, I don't want to show this, and you'd be like, how dare he? No, I, 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 know, but I, know I love it. it. I have a really awful picture if you want it. I yeah, have my air, day one picture is on my phone right here. And let me just tell you about my day one picture. I was at my friend Aaron Smith's house, who Ruben also knows. And let me sit. Let me just tell you that Aaron and I were taking pictures, and I forgot a tank top. And she's like, here, just put this one on. And it was um, an extra large wife beater. Can you say wife, Peter? <laughs> <I don't laughs> Those are bad. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Those yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. a terrible thing to call it. I think we, call, we call them undershirts now. Undershirt. Yes, they probably were called undershirts back then too. But well, so if you're watching the video version of this, you'll actually see a picture that I found on her Facebook that you, that you posted a couple days ago. Um, and then what I'm going to do now is I'm actually gonna, I'm going to put a solo photo, a uh, solo shot of you now uh, on on there and see two completely different people. Like it, it's incredible the journey that you've you've been on. Yeah. It is. Here you go, Ruben. Here's my airdrop for you. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> oh my gosh, when you see these pictures. Oh. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> what do you think about that lady, Alexis? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who is that? That is girl? not you. That is me. 
That was me. And oh. guess what? <coughs> guess what? I am not that lady anymore. Hmm. And when she took those pictures and then I looked at him, I'm like, well, okay. This one was my favorite because I can't even put my arms at my side. Oh. I'm so heavy. My arms are sticking out. Ugh, it's mm. so funny. And what she didn't know. Oh, wow, Ruby. I didn't know about that one. Um, anyway, and here we are. Yeah. Five years later, still gone. That is And incredible. we've coached, my husband and I have coached more than 250 people now to do the same thing. It's been absolutely such a joy. Um, we were talking with, we, we have like a community call on Saturday mornings and I was chatting with a girlfriend from junior high whose thyroid went out at the same time she lost her husband to cancer. Oh. And so she turned like a lot of us do to food, um, for comfort during a hard, um, experience yeah. and you know, she's down 50 pounds. Wow. And I, and she's still got a ways to go, but she's like, oh, I feel so amazing. And she sent me some new pictures of herself. And there's something so deeply rewarding about not only doing it, but reaching back and pulling others up and having them do the same. It's been absolutely life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. That is incredible. Isn't that cool? And so inspiring. I mean, I come from, I, I come from a family that has like genetic chronic obesity mm -hmm. and diabetes mm -hmm. and it's something i've watched you yeah yeah used to me yeah my uh my grandpa's sister uh filth my great aunt passed away from obesity related complications wow. yeah Jeez, didn't know that. like recently yeah and the only reason you can't tell in my grandpa is because he takes such good care of himself mm -hmm. um he was you know he was a doctor and he makes it his top priority to take care of himself you can't him. even tell um you know, looking at him, like you'd never know that mm -hmm. it's a family that struggles with it. But I've watched my mom struggle with her weight her whole life and, mm. and, you know, the fluctuations and I'm so, so proud of her and mm. all of the work that she's put in and, and the effort and all of that. But it's just, it's so hard. And we live in like a society that is very unhealthy and yes. that doesn't promote healthy habits. Yeah. Because you didn't have to go forge for that food. It literally got delivered to your door. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. didn't even have to walk to your car, get in the car, and go to the grocery store anymore. Yeah. The grocery store can be delivered to your home. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So it's it's really, really difficult in today. And I heard somebody say, um, I don't know if you heard it this morning, Matt. Um, one of our founders did a spoke to coaches today, and he said, it doesn't take willpower. It literally just takes willingness. Yeah. Um, but if somebody is willing, then as a coach, I can come alongside and partner with them and just, what are your goals? How do you want to do it? There's no manipulation. There's no guilt. I'm not going to follow you around and smack things out of your hand. <laughs> Although, Although I had, <laughs> I would appreciate it. Yeah, that might be nice. <laughs> I have had people ask, uh, but that willingness, like I, I, if you'll go on the journey with me and tell me, why do you want this? When the why is big enough, the how is easy. Hmm. That's the easy part. And then the transformation really starts happening once you realize, hey, I don't want this for just a short term. This is not a diet. This is something I want to 
be invested in the rest of my life to stay healthy. What is that supposed to look like? Yeah. How does that look? Well, once you learn to balance fats, to balance like what proteins, what vegetables, what are the triggers as we reintroduced food to our, Mm -hmm. our, um, lives i figured out that peanut butter is a trigger for me and Mm. i love it so much i want to lick all the peanut butter (laughs) all the time and i can't have just like a little spoonful like some people can yeah i i still don't have a good off switch for myself so Mm. i'm here i am at five years if i'm vulnerable with you it's a constant contending i'm constantly contending for my health Mm. But the willingness is always there, and I will forever have my health coaches. So when I'm having a particularly bad week, month, season, COVID reasons, (laughs) you know, we've got all the people (laughs) calling because they've done their, I've gained my COVID-19, you know, and (laughs) they're, they're jumping back on our program or calling me for first time and like, what do I need to do? And, and, and I do the same with my own coaches. I don't walk away from them. When I'm, did I, have I fallen? Have I done things? Absolutely. But I know what to do now. Yeah. And that's where the transformation is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a mental thing. And and the shift is thinking about it as a crash diet, as opposed to thinking about it as kind of, yeah, just what can I do in 10 years? What is this going to look like? I'm 50. Exactly. What will it look like at 60? What will it look like at 70? I am. Did you not see all my live countdown to 50? You know, it's just, I, as I remember when you turned 40. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I, think oh. part of, I think part of it is I don't want to admit the fact that you're 50. It's probably <laughs> it true. Because it means I'm 10 years older as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Wow, trip out. Well, let's jump into signature uh, question numero dos. Okay. Por numero favor. dos. Okay. In español or ingles? Yeah, in in oh. English. <laughs> That was fake. I faked all of that. <laughs> all right. So SQ, uh, signature question number two. I was typing and talking at the same time. Just I thought you were going to start talking in Spanish all of a sudden. I was, like, I'm, I'm I was pretty it. in. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, Please, girl. Go. Yeah, that will just, just pretend like it was almost Spanish and, and I wasn't saying what I was typing. <laughs> So signature question number two is a little bit more difficult. So if you need to take a second, that's okay. Uh, If you had a life quote, what would it be? Mm. Well, I have a life verse. Does that count? That's perfect. It's Isaiah 58, 9, 10, and 11. And it says, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, your light will shine in the darkness and your darkness will be as the noonday. He will make you like a well-watered garden whose waters never fail. And the Lord gave me that verse when I had been walking with him about six months. And that was 29 years ago. <laughs> Older than you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not by much. Not <laughs> just by a smidge. <laughs> and uh, I was, background story, I was a grateful dead deadhead. Mm. And I had been... I got saved at a rainbow gathering up in Squaw Valley. It took me a few months of going to church, random churches, to try and find where I belonged. Um, And I stumbled back into um, the Calvary La Habra now, which was in Santa Fe Springs at the time, committed. And Lance was teaching on the book of John, 
John chapter three and the story of Nicodemus and what are you, am I supposed to crawl back into my mother's womb? <laughs> like, what does that even look like? Right. And I love that practical yeah. sense, you know, like, Oh yeah, duh. That would be weird if somebody talked about that, but it's such a Christian easy term, yeah. you know, that we use. But anyway, um, yeah, that was a very long time ago. And there was a guy who went to our church, Garrett Burroughs, who talked me into going to a Jerry Garcia band to pass out tracks at Irvine Meadows. Come on, <laughs> Faith, it'll be so cool. And we're going to go. And I had only been separated from that group. And he didn't realize how really closely connected I was with the deadheads and with the family of people that toured all around together. Mm-hmm. So we show up there and they're like, oh my gosh, where have you been? And, they're, and I'm just all, I don't belong here. This is not my people anymore. <laughs> I had a complete complete meltdown crawled back into his chevelle back seat you know is a big bench seat and laid there crying and i opened my bible and he told me that would be my job i would you know extend your soul to the hungry satisfy the afflicted soul your light will shine in the darkness your darkness is the noonday so how's that perfect that answer the question beautiful yay it's beautiful (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, So let's talk relationships. Okay. Because you and your husband have been married for a very long time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm happily married. Happily married. We like each other and we love each other. See, that's rare. I know. See, there are a lot of people I love, but I don't like them. (laughs) Like you. (laughs) Uh, Easy. I'm so mean to you today. I'm sorry. You've been very mean. She, earlier she called me untalented. Yeah, what? I did not. She said I was not talented. I have the recording. He was oh. talking about how he wasn't no, creative, and he was like, "I can't sing. I can't write songs. And you I said, can't dance." I was like, "You're not not creative. You're just not talented." <laughs> Thanks for repeating it. It was see. It was funny. So, I see but, a shot, I got to take it. It's <laughs> true. Uh, you did kind of leave yourself open there. You know, I tend to do that. I tend to do that. Yes, you do. Uh, and you know that firsthand. Very well. Uh, <laughs> we, we can talk about that. We'll talk about that in overtime. Okay. Uh, because I do want to dive a little bit more into our past. But uh, you, yours and, and Matt's relationship is one of, the, one of my favorites mm. because I can actually see that you guys still genuinely love each other. And actually, it feels like the older you guys get and the longer this relationship goes, the more and more you guys tend to like fall in love, <laughs> you true. know, like there's, there's one point where I'm, I'm watching some, seeing some of the stuff that you guys are posting on Facebook. And I'm like, I feel like they're going out more now than they did <laughs> when, true. when I first met them. Cause the kid, both of our kids are adults now. Don't that, forget Logan's true. in his second year of college. Oh I know he's, he'll be 19 and yeah. So he was, he was like literally like four when I met him. Yeah. A little it's crazy, little, but little. Yeah, I guess the question, and and by the way, this is good for her to pay attention to as well because she's getting ready to get married Yay. in a couple of yeah. months. Yeah, uh, congratulations to, Thank to, you. to a wonderful guy. Um, well, that's and I'm good very upset. Compliment. That, I'm very upset that that she's taking him. Um, oh, uh, he's this, mine. Ruben. He's a really good guy. <laughs> but what's what's the secret? Like, really? Good? Just, what is happening like, right like, now? <laughs> <laughs> Make a grown man cry. <laughs> uh, but I guess the question is, like, what's the secret for you guys? Because mm. I, I really love, there, there are very few couples that I see at 
church in, in particular where I'm like, I can actually see why it works out. And mm-hmm. you guys are, are one of them. But I want to know what your secret is. I love that question. Um, we've answered this question a few times. But I'll tell you, I mean, it's going to sound a little cliche, but we keep Jesus in the center. We personally, in our personal lives, we keep Jesus first and each other second. Um, that has gotten challenged throughout the years where we start to put our eyes on each other. And guess what happens when we look at each other? <laughs> we fail each other. And then humility has to step in and we have to take ownership of our, oh, it was me this time. I was looking at you or I was, you know, looking at this other thing or thinking about this or that. And, you know, we come to each other with humility. And again, when you have Christ in your life, there is a sense of humility and it's okay to be imperfect. Um, But I definitely married my best friend and, and I trust him. He's a man of integrity. He's a man of um, fun. Um, I don't know. Those are the, those are the, I don't know that they're secret. I think people know those things, but they just don't know how to apply them. Yeah. And so what's hard is you need to marry someone who's authentic. Mm-hmm. That what you see is what you get. They don't, they're not one thing in front of one person and one thing in front of somebody else because mm-hmm. that should make you go, oh, wait a second, what's going on? <laughs> You know, and when they are um, authentic, autonomous, you know, they're not needing everybody to always have their eyes on them. And, you know, we did get married when we were older. We were not young. And we know lots of couples who've done incredible jobs, got married right out of high school and have Mm -hmm. done. And, I mean, the Smiths, we talked about Aaron Smith. They're getting ready to celebrate their 30th wedding anniversary. Wow. she just turned 50 a couple weeks ago, and he'll turn 50 next month. So they literally, right out of high school, and they were high school sweethearts, and they've mm-hmm. done a tremendous job, but they'll tell you the exact same thing. They didn't have Jesus when they, well, they did, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but they really committed their lives to the Lord um, upon getting married, and that made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm doesn't mean we haven't had rough seasons we've had rough seasons we just keep that to ourselves yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but our version of rough is not it's nothing compared you know it's like the difference between two different you know levels of silk they're both still very silky yeah. so you know yeah. we're not comparing it to burlap or some <laughs> other material altogether <laughs> Nobody wants so. a burlap marriage. No, <laughs> but there's a lot of people who live in burlap marriages because so they're, they're not willing to go and, and do the heart work that it takes to, yeah. to you know, and then some people are just actual jerks and maybe shouldn't have gotten married to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Until yeah. they dealt with their themselves for a season. <laughs> so we, I think we worked a lot of our own personal issues out before we ever decided to get married. How old were you guys when you guys got married? I was 26, 27. I was 27 and got married. He was 30, 29. So I still have a year. (laughs) (laughs) You got time. You still got time. (laughs) But that's one of the things. Like, I mean, we worked a lot of those things out actually with each other by accident because we were just friends. Mm. You guys weren't, you know, you don't know, but I definitely told everybody, oh, no, I would never marry Matt Seymour. (sighs) I just was never going to marry that guy. He, 
Ruby <laughs> and I were talking about it earlier. It's always a story. He knows exactly what I'm going to say right now. We were at a beach baptism, and I was eating the very best mango in the world, which everybody knows about mangoes now. But back then, mangoes were not easy to get. Like, you couldn't get them at just the everyday grocery store. You had to go to specialty stores, to, and maybe you could get a mango or two, but now they're everywhere. Northgate? Yeah, yeah, but Northgate didn't exist, so you couldn't like, and there wasn't one, you know, mm -hmm. what's the other one? It starts with a P, the other Spanish one, or the Vallarta or whatever. Oh, yeah. um, anyway, you didn't have Hispanic grocery stores around every corner, so every once in a while, and I loved them. I grew up in Norwalk. We had them at the grocery store all the time, and my sweet husband now, but then just friend, would not try this mango. <laughs> He refused. And I'm like, what a stubborn jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and as it turns out, I have been corrected on this story because he had just finished eating a giant hot off the grill double burger homemade <laughs> cheese and ketchup and ah, and it was still like basically dripping off his face. Matt, was, was it a good burger at least? <laughs> Right, it was cool. an amazing <laughs> burger. Any other flavor ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's gone on to not only taste but enjoy mango on multiple occasions. But that day, that was my very immature 26-year-old self. I would never marry that guy. And I was so wrong. Look at you now. Look at me now. Let's let's do uh, a pie. Let's do signature question number three. Oh, Numero Lord. tres. Numero tres. Numero tres. Trace. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Trace jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was actually pretty good. I love that. <laughs> Can you have more than one best friend? Outside oh. of your significant other and family. Oh. I mean, I do, but. <laughs> do you, though? I do. Who, who else? Well, Cause I, cause I mean. Because I, I know Richmond. Yeah, Jennifer and I have been friends for many, many, many years and went through some, I think when you go through the trenches with people, mm -hmm. your hearts get deeply connected. And yeah. um, once, you know, a lot of that got healed in her life and in my life, we just haven't had the deep need for each other the way we had that in the beginning. Um, so, you know, friendships evolve and change and we're all kind of moving parts in this world, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, your friendship is the way it is right now. And the hope is that you'll keep it and you're getting ready to be married. Um, but you'll have to have a season where you are pouring into your marriage. And my husband and I love to retell. I have absolutely no idea where we heard it first. He could probably tell you because he remembers details that I don't. But um, we learned that marriage is an empty box mm -hmm. and it takes people. You have to fill it like what you put in it is what you're going to get out of it and it's not 50 50 it's 100 100 and maybe you've heard that before moxie but that's our that would be our good marital advice mm -hmm. um but as far as me personally i mean i've had lots of best friends throughout the years um i've been extremely heartbroken by friends and um i've also probably done some heartbreaking you know and i think even the heartbreak that's been done to me i'm sure was unintentional I don't fault anybody, but it's hard to have multiple best friends. It's hard to steward that many friendships. Mm -hmm. Shannon Cholman taught me that. She uh, said, Faith, you, you've met her, but it's Have okay. I? Yeah. She's my blonde. She's my coach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
I love her dearly. But anyway, she said, so big shout out to my Shannon. Um, she said, Faith, you know, you have so many friendships and you can only steward well a handful of really deep friendships. But she's like, you're the type of person that wants to go super deep, deep with everyone. I'm like, well, yeah, because that's where value is found. That's where you dig out the gold in people and in yourself. True, truly. And and she's like, yeah, but you can't do that with that many people. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, let me think about that. So in answer to your question, I think a lot of people would say they have multiple. And I could say that I've had multiple best friends. But he's the one mm. that I would give up everyone else for. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to argue with her because. <laughs> that won't end So well. what's your yeah. answer? Oh, is I, your answer I, to that no way, Jose? No way, Jose. I think you can only have one best friend. I, but you can have p- plenty of good friends. But I, I think at the end of the day... Well, what's the criteria for best friend? See, that's and that's really what's up up for debate mm. with a lot of people. Because my criteria is what, what's the definition of the word best? You know? Is there, oh. is there really multiple things that can no, be the there is, be best? No, because it's good, better, best, right? So that's yeah. the superlative. Yeah. That is his argument, but I don't think that you It's can a grammatical m- argument, too, yeah. so that's a good grammatical argument. That is true. Argument. Yeah, for that a guy who you says. You should be proud. You <laughs> <laughs> should be very proud. Did Grammarly teach you that? No, I think Richmond did. <laughs> <laughs> good, better, best. Yeah, uh, you know, so that's that's really where, where I come from is like, you know, I look at the, the rough times in my life, and mm-hmm. there's been one person consistently that gets the phone call, whether it's bad or, you know, wh- whether it's my mom dying or getting the dream job mm. or losing the dream job six months later. Um, <laughs> you know, like there's consistently one person that gets that, that phone call uh, and, and Moxie ends up being number two, you know. Um, <laughs> Does that make her poop? <laughs> Sorry. I'm a 50-year-old, 8-year-old boy. She did earlier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's, that's where I come from. And, and I also apply that to... You know, every year there's the best movie of the year, you know, so it can change. But, you know, there's only one at a time. Yeah. Mm. You know, and so I I agree. Like, and and if you ask me in in kindergarten who my best friend was, it was a guy named Michael who Mm. we, he and I became best friends just because no one else wanted to hang out with us. And we were both, (laughs) we both happened to be in the sandbox at the same time. Perfect. You know, and that friendship lasted. (laughs) A match made in heaven. Exactly. That that friendship lasted until, until second grade. You know, so it was a long friendship. Impressive. Yeah. You know, guys. Yeah. Half your life at that point. At that point. (laughs) It's like all of our life at that point, really. Uh, You know, and then if you ask me who my best friend through through middle school, like through late elementary middle school was, Mm. it was a guy named Cody. And that lasted until from second grade to seventh grade, Mm. you know. And if you ask who my best friend is now, I'll say that, you know, there's an application now. People can apply. It's me. (laughs) I I think Brad, (laughs) I think I like Brad more. Yeah. I don't blame you. Uh, So, I mean, I am his best man. You are not. (laughs) You're not? No, but I've been like the whole Dwight and Michael thing. He's a close second. Okay. (laughs) He's a very close second, but he he is self-proclaimed best man. He did ask me first, though. He asked me like a week before he asked Chase. So Did he? Yeah. You know, just let him pay for all the best man things. Yeah. It doesn't well, no, matter. No, no, actually, no, but this is why I love the arrangement because I can claim to be best man, but I don't have to actually do any of the work. Pay and do the yeah, work. Okay, exactly. I understand, exactly. I understand. So, do you uh, need charcuterie boards for it? I'm I do. Kidding. We do need secure boards. <laughs> let us get some secure boards. 
Uh, <laughs> I want you to say it correctly so bad. I, I can't. Even if I charcuterie. Let's let's not go. Maybe in overtime we'll, we'll talk charcuterie. about charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> Some cougar boards. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different whole different board. Uh, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you know if they're. If, if you are, if are listening to this right now and you want to lose some weight, and you want to get your mm-hmm. life on track, mm. hit up Faith Seymour and but tell people yeah. where they can find you. Instagram and Facebook, Faith Seymour. I think on Instagram I'm Faith Bearing Healy Seymour. Uh, Faith dot Seymour. Are you sure? Can you double check? So anyway, I don't know how all of that works as well as I probably should, but I'm you know just DM both are public. My daughter is right. I should not have questioned her. Yeah. I didn't hear what you said. (laughs) Faith, F-A-I-T-H, last name Seymour, S-E-Y-M-O-U-R, on either Facebook or Instagram. Awesome. Uh, You will see cute puppies. There are nine birthed today. Nine puppies birthed today. A lot of puppies. Golden doodles for everyone. You get a golden doodle and you get a golden doodle. I don't don't need a puppy right now. (laughs) Let's not go there. Uh, We're going to jump into overtime here. If you are not uh, a subscriber over at dollarinthedryer.com, head over there right now and subscribe. It's only a couple bucks a month. You get some extra bonus content where maybe maybe Moxie will ask the right questions and get some embarrassing stories out of things. We'll see. And we're back. Welcome back to You're My Best Friend. We really, really hope you enjoyed that interview with Miss Faith Seymour. Ruben, I, anytime we have one of your personal friends on the show, I am just so entertained and I always learn something new about you. Why are you, well, first of all, why are you entertained? Because none of that seemed really entertaining to me. Because, well, it's entertaining not in a, like, haha, that was funny way, but like a, that was really deep and I couldn't stop listening intently kind of way. Does that make sense? No. Okay. I also really enjoyed hearing the stories. Those were entertaining, actually. The stories that go into our overtime segments. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially that one about your 21st birthday. Oh, man. Yeah. How about you? What did you think of that, uh, that uh, interview? You know, it, it was nice. I hadn't seen Faith in a couple of months because of COVID and stuff. Um, so it was, it was nice to, to be reunited with, uh, old friends and people I care about and obviously people who who care about me. Um, and it was, it was interesting because, uh, I felt like I got, I felt like they, um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Um, I feel like they made me get much more vulnerable than I actually like doing. Um, so, yeah, so it was definitely interesting, uh, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, it was really great. I enjoyed seeing that side of you. I hated it. I hated every second of, of having to be vulnerable for yeah, uh, I know. however long that was. But um, hopefully the people who subscribed over at dollarinthejar.com enjoy it. And... Uh, <laughs> I think it's I, I, I think uh, you know if people like that side of, of, of me and that side of us in general, I think uh, what we have planned for the rest of this season and stuff that we have planned once once you're no longer a single lady, um, I, I think the, the new content 
I don't know what that was. I was trying I, to be Beyonce. That was nowhere near a Beyonce dance. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Is it like this? I think so. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to do it because I know I'm going to get it wrong. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. Well, you are really the only single lady here, Ruben. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, I've also integrated myself into the girls portion of the group that we hang out with. Yeah, it's a little scary. I don't like it. <laughs> we had a d- I go go. If you're gonna do this, you need to bring face masks for all of us, man. Y'all are the ones who know where the face masks are. You literally just go to the cosmetics section. That's all you do. Listen. Y'all <laughs> know where the good face masks are. They're all good. It's not true. You do more face masks than I do. Do you know that? Shut up. You do. That black stuff that you put on your face, I haven't done a face mask since, like, senior year. High school or, or college? College. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, it's, it's funny because we went to dinner uh, a couple of weeks ago with this group of people, and, uh, and I ended up sitting with with brad and and and, uh, and chase but halfway through that was a surprise to me yes that i sat with the boys yeah why why was it a surprise i i figured you would just immediately go to the girls why because you're a single lady yeah but i don't think any of those ladies are ever single um actually I, i'm deanna is she yeah oh. Well, uh, that I did not know up until now. Uh, but still, even then, still, you know. But I realized quickly that I made a very bad a very bad choice. Because... What was the bad choice? Not ordering alcohol? No, the bad choice was sitting with the boys because the boys, was just, we were just ordering appetizers. The girls mm. ordered like full entrees, like hamburgers and grilled cheese. And like, uh, I think one of y'all ordered steak. And uh, it was good. and I looked over at Brad and Chase. I'm like, y'all want to get a dessert? And they're like, oh no, we're good. We're watching our girlish figures. And I see them bring over this this monstrosity uh, with with like it was like like it was like there was whipped cream and ice cream and chocolate and like 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 bread on it. Didn't taste good to me. I didn't like it. Uh, but the girls th- are you serious? The girls threw down on the butter cake. The butter cake at Lazy Dog is the best butter cake you've ever had. No, it's not. I've had better. Where else? Because let's go there. I've I, I got to figure out what the brand is because my, my friend Nancy represents a brand of butter cake that's better than what's at Lazy Dog. And it's found at 7-Eleven. Oh gosh. 7-Eleven? No. That's not possible. It is possible. It's very possible. Um, so, but then, then, then... Uh, I found myself this last weekend uh, being the last man standing with two of the girls, and we went out, and we had a girls' night, and it was a great time, Moxie. Let me tell you that. It was a great time. Oh, my gosh. You guys were out until, like, 5 a.m., right? Yeah, it was a brutal night. (laughs) I haven't done that since my my college days. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't go to college. I don't even think I did that in college at all. No, you no, you did. You did Denny's, remember, with Carly? Yeah, we were writing a paper, though. We weren't out partying. 
I wouldn't call what we did partying either. What would you call what you did? Gossip. <laughs> you still have to tell me about all the tea. I can't. I'm not allowed to. Well, why would you tell me if you can't tell me? Because I needed to tell people that I was that I was out until five in the morning. Just, just, just tell me right now. No one will know. No one will ever hear this. I don't know. I, I don't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't break the girl pack. I can't do it. I'm a girl. You weren't there. We were on a break. I'm in a hotel Seriously, again. We need to stop watching Friends. No, keep watching Friends. It's incredible. It's, it's the best show on television that's no longer on television. It really is. So much better than The Office. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of got to agree with you on that. Thank you. <laughs> well, this is where the podcast can end forever. Lauren, I'm sorry your episode's not going to air because I am canceling the podcast now that Moxie has agreed with me that what? Friends is better than The Office. That is not what this podcast is about. It, it was my personal mission. And now that you've agreed with me, our friendship is over. Hence, the podcast. What? I'm breaking up with you, Moxie. What? No. That's, that's my only defense. <laughs> what? What? No. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're good here. Is is that you breaking up with me still? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're done. We're good. We're good. It's, well, I think I have one last thought. It's not me. It's you. What? What? <laughs> oh, man. All right. So for our one last thought this week... um. I wanted to bring in a quote from the infamous and racist Dr. Seuss. Oh, no! <laughs> no! But I really felt like it fit with this week's episode. So uh, not only with what Faith Seymour talked about this week, but with everything that's been going on in the last year, this quote says, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And that... I love that quote so much from Dr. Seuss. I identify with it on a personal level. I have always tried to live life without any regrets whatsoever. And uh, I just love this quote, you know? What, what was the quote again? Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And it's really like good things, bad things, anything that happens in your life. Don't cry when something ends. Don't cry when you miss something. Just smile in memory. You know, that's the same thing I told my mom at the end of her life. Oh, my gosh. And with that, <laughs> head over to dollarinthejar.com right now. Subscribe to one of our top tier memberships and get even more conversation with Faith Seymour where we get even deeper and more personal. Uh, I'm a little afraid, so maybe you shouldn't go and subscribe. Uh, but you should. You definitely should. I, I really don't think you should. Um, but I'm not going to stop you from doing so. I'm not going to stop you from giving us money. Uh, also know that we are in the process of changing over the dollarinthejar.com uh, interface over to Patreon. So if you do subscribe now, uh, know that we will be switching over to Patreon in the very near future. Future. You got anything else to say, Max? I'm going to go find that cat. Leave the, leave the cat alone. Aria. I don't know where she is. 
Try using bacon. I don't have any bacon. Well, why would you go to someone's house without bringing your own bacon? That, you know, Ruben, I never thought of that question before. I always have bacon. <laughs> always? Always. Do you have bacon right now? I do. Can you show it to me? It's, it's on the other side of the room. Can you go get it? We're in the middle of a podcast. I can't do that right now. I. It doesn't matter. The viewers want to know. They don't want to know. They actually. They believe me. They don't question the words. That How do come you know? Did you ask them? I did ask them, and they said they believe me more than they believe you. This episode hasn't aired yet. How would you have asked them? I asked them last week. Why? Because I. I need to know this information. I. You just confound me sometimes. Confound? Yes. Shock and awe. What does that mean? Mostly shock. What does that mean? Partially horror. What does that mean? That's for me to know and you to ask me next week. Tune in next week for another episode of You're My Best Friend. I think we're just about out of time. Ruben, you have any last thoughts? Hey, how do you like my hair? I It's hair. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we are out of time. Adios! Bye! Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.